Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, welcome to the Stand Out Ohio podcast. This is Jim. Of course, we're here with the office goddess, Laura. Hi everyone. Our special guest today is Teresa Barron. And uh, we will, she, she is very unique. You'll learn all kinds of stuff. That definitely makes her unique above everybody else that we typically come across in the real estate industry. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Teresa, how you doing? Hey. Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing very, very well. We it's been a little while since we've seen you. Last time we saw you, we uh, for home buyer. Yeah, home buyer seminar. Yeah, yes. we have a home buyer seminar. It's called "It's Time to Own It," and uh, definitely, you guys were a big part of it on that uh, that fateful day. I think it was in March, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was cold and snowy. I remember that. Yeah. Before we before we were kind of in. Now we're you know we're doing things um, a little bit differently in terms of the uh, it's time to own it. We're online as many of us are. So we we do offer um, a webinar version of it. We did it on Zoom and recorded it. So very cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So how how did you start in real estate? What did you do before real estate? I have. Um, a very eclectic background. So uh, actually, I started. I started with a law firm. That's where I started, and uh, and I learned uh, everything I needed to know about civil lit- litigation that nobody really wants to know. Uh, and a group of attorneys trained me just to the nth degree. Uh, and I was a, uh, you know, I would just call it a paralegal, almost, okay. <laughs> almost paralegal. But actually. Um, Learned just a tremendous amount about how things go in the marketplace uh, just by working for that law firm. And then I made my way over to Bank One Columbus. And everybody remembers that that was a company that was 15,000 people who care. And um, I decided that, number one, I wasn't so happy about the um, the long hours of banking because at that time, the banking centers were starting not banking hours, but the seven days a week. Formula and Bank One was the inspiration for the seven day a week banking. Oh, and I got caught up in it. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't sound like fun. No, it doesn't, especially when you're uh, the mom of a whole lot of kids. And at that time, I think I had four, uh, and uh, and since then have four more, so total of eight. Uh, And I decided that um, I had two choices: I could either become a teacher and follow my kids' schedule so that I could manage. Or uh, a real estate person, so uh, I got into real estate from that perspective, from that point. Okay, all right. Because when we first walked in your office, like well, a year and a half ago, easily, we were really impressed because you had all this stuff up on the, the chalkboard. The one wall is it's like chalkboard paint, I believe, and you have all these you have a books. book list. 
of people to, you know, suge- suggested for them to read. And they're Absolutely. all very similar lists I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and books, you know, shelf that I have. Inspirational um, quotes. It was just amazing to look at. Yeah. Cool. I, I kind of have gone down that path of, um, looking to where, where can I add value in the lives of people? And I take my own life as an example, you know, just to some of the things that I've gone through. Um, for instance, I didn't start out, uh, you know, the most traditional route. Actually, I started out as a single mom of three kids and I, I was uh, 22 years old and I had three children. Um, and, you know, I was kind of tr- trying to figure out how do I make my life work where I can have the best quality life and still do very well for my kids and not, you know, wear myself out. Cause I right. saw, you know, we've all heard the horror stories of uh, young single moms and what happens to them right. um, without the support systems that are in place. Yes. So, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't really want to be a part of the social dynamic, which uh, made me dependent. I didn't right. want to be on uh, the county system, and I, I just didn't know anything about that. Uh, my mindset was to figure out how do I, um, how do I, how do I make my life work. So I went out and I rented an apartment up on Schrock Road, and um, you guys, you know, everybody kind of knows these apartments. They're Brookville apartments, and they were uh, two bedroom townhomes with a basement. And that's how I was kind of starting, you know, to manage my own life. Um, but the funny thing is, is that 10 months in, which I had no knowledge of, the apartment complex contacted me with this nice little letter. And the letter said, um, Dear Miss Barron, we love the fact that you're here and you've paid your rent on time. And for that lovely paying your rent on time, we're going to extend to you a new lease coming up when your lease is due in January. So this must have been like October, November-ish. Okay. And, um, you know, at the time, so this we're talking 31 years ago, the rent was $400 per month. So in today's day, that's more like $1,100, $1,200. Right. It was expensive to me. I was like, you know, this is high rent. Yeah. So we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> But, it's it's how our standards change over time. time. Right, 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 right. And uh, they sent me this nice little letter and it said, you know, we want you to stay and here's your new lease agreement and these will be your new terms. But the caveat was is that they were raising my $400 a month rent to $450 if I paid it by the first. And if you didn't pay it by the first, it was 500. Uh. (laughs) So so I said, my goodness, I said, this is this is um, this is something else. I said, you know, I I need to understand what they're going to give me. Um, So maybe it's not so bad. Maybe they're going to give me some stuff. And what I found out was when I called the desk to talk about this nice letter they sent me. I asked them when they were going to come to paint my house. I said, you know, we could probably get, you know, my little kids and their fingerprints. They just need to be painted. Can we get that done? And um, what about the basement? Uh, Are you guys going to come and finish it? And you know what? My carpet, it's not looking so great because they kind of trampled all over it. And those blinds you guys have in the window, they're kind of cracked and they need it. You know, I need some more plastic blinds. Can you put some more? And the gal said, ah. I don't know where you got this information from, but let me explain to you. This is not something that we do. Rent goes up every year, Miss Barron, and I'm sorry to tell you this, but we're not doing any of that. If you have a maintenance issue, we'll deal with that. 
So I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> I it would said, charge you more, but not provide anything. Right. Not provide anything. For you you guys are giving me the exact same, um, <laughs> the exact same unit for more money. I don't understand why. I mean, I'm supposed to pay more. And she said, yeah, every year, you know, rent goes up. So uh, ultimately what happened was, as I said, well, why didn't you tell me? I mean, so people last year were must have been paying like three fifty. I said you should tell people this when they come in so that they can make a decision. I'm in the wrong position. That's what I realized, and I started thinking backwards. And I said, so what are you guys paying? Are you guys like paying like a hundred fifty or something? I mean, that's the way I saw that. I just started, you know, thinking backwards, sort of. Yeah. No. Yeah. You looked at it differently. Totally differently. Totally differently. And uh, with that started my, it just opened up my mind. And I said, well, I want to be in your position where, you know, I can raise the rent or I can pay lower. You know, I just want to pay lower. I didn't even think about raising rent, but I did think about I could pay lower. So um, ultimately I found a real estate agent. Uh, Somebody recommended one. I just thought I'd try. I didn't know if I could or if I couldn't. The first bank I went into looked at me like I was crazy because I came in before work with a do-rag on my head and a grandma dress on and there and two kids. And they were just like, um, no, I'm sorry, we're not loaning you any money. Come back in two or three years when you're ready. And I, I found that very disheartening. And I think yeah. a lot of people... Did they look not for financial? They just looked at you and said no. No, uh they did pull my financial okay. records and my financial records were good, but I had a co-signer at the time. I thought maybe I would need a co-signer. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I put my mother on the deal and my mother has had perfect credit, except she paid her mortgage on the 30th of every month. And so she had 30 years of 30 day late. Because oh. <laughs> she paid it on the last day of the month, every month, every year. So it would roll into the next year and they just would not, they were just like, no, I'm sorry. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the story continues. So ultimately, the agent uh, that I I found, uh, he, this guy was a trooper because he, he said, "Look, um, let me take you to 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 this property. I I think would work for you." And I bought the very first property that I saw. It was a VA repo. Okay. And little do people know that you don't have to be a veteran. If you're buying a VA repo, the VA will finance you. And so that's exactly what happened. The VA actually financed me. I got the word sometime, you know, just right before Christmas, a lady by the name of Miss Green called me and said, honey, I just want to let you know, we have approved your loan. You will be buying this house and so nice. forth and so on. Nice. So I ended up great uh, Christmas present. Yes. Uh, January, 1989. It was January 9th, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> Bought my first house. The good news was is that instead of paying the four fifty or the five hundred, the mortgage payment was three thirty five. See that that's a huge difference. Oh my goodness, you have no idea. Three thirty five per month. I thought um, I I finally figured something out. Like I did this thing right. Yes. And uh, you know I I had it. I got my courage and moved in because I was a little, you know, intimidated, but I did move in and I stayed there, put a roommate in there with me. My roommate, along with my kids, because I had three bedrooms, not two. Okay. I also had a two car garage, not street parking. Very I good. had a fenced yard and that was good for little kids. Yes. Uh, I had one and a half baths, so that was fine. I had, that meant I had my own bath. <laughs> 
That is good. Great. So a, a far nicer, larger place, less money. Yes. And yes. you own it. And I owned it, right? And I was just, I was just tickled pink. Now the funny thing is, is that nobody told me. So I was only there about a year and a half. And as I said, I had a roommate there just to make sure I could make that mortgage payment of $335, which was less than the other one. I just figured I'd try it out. And uh, it took my, she paid $200, so I paid $135. That was the first. Even better. Yes, Yes. (laughs) much better. Um, But nobody told me. She left and I saw a better street, a street I liked really well. This was not just the ranch. This was a split level and it was a nicer neighborhood. It was, um, you know, a bunch of professional people on the street, and it was another VA repo. And I said, I know how to do those. (laughs) I'm all over that. Right. (laughs) So um, I jumped in and made an offer on that one. And it was the craziest thing because I learned something about the system about VA repos. And one was, one of the systems I learned was that um, VA likes cash. So guess what I bid? Cash. I bid cash. It was $47,500 cash. Now, did I have the cash? Well, not exactly. <laughs> not, not, not exactly. exactly. <laughs> right? I didn't exactly have the cash. But at the time, and I haven't checked it out recently, but at the time, if you don't, if the cash bid fails, because they accepted my cash bid. <laughs> oh, okay. Of course. Okay. <laughs> if the cash bid fails, it's first come, first serve. <laughs> So guess who knew that I was the first one that didn't have the cash? You did. <laughs> the new offer was in there the day that the cash bid failed. Nice. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if I should be all, all that proud of that, but it worked. It worked. But, but you, you learn all these things. Yes. And then what impressed Laura and I was that you're, you're teaching them to others. Yeah, you're teaching these tips and information to everybody else. Yes. So they can own their own place and... Build, build wealth and equity yes, and take yes. care of themselves. Because you used that first one as a rental property then. Uh, well, see, or here's the you... crazy thing. Here is the crazy okay. thing. So I had these now two units, okay, because I did win the second bid, of course. And the crazy thing about that was is that the VA financed that one too. So I had two VA loans at the same time. Now, I heard about this little thing called Section 8, which is HUD. Right. Everybody understands that that's a HUD program. Yes. Yes. And um, with the two houses, um, the one payment was four seventy eight. The other payment was three thirty five. So, combining those payments, it was just a little over eight hundred dollars per month. Right. Here's the good news. Here's the good news for me. It was really good news. HUD or Section Eight, Section Eight of the Department of HUD, gave me a little old me, $525 per month to let them use my first property, which was $335. So what I began to see (laughs) is that it was cheaper for me to own two of them than it was for me to own one. So I just, my mind just went crazy with that. I was just like... What's what? next? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, and at that time I was 24 years old, so I was really feeling myself. You know, I was really. Oh feeling yeah, some you were. Yeah. yeah. Well, most people never even figure any of this stuff out. No. Because they they don't teach financing or investments in schools. No. Anywhere. No. They don't. Let me even go to college, but even some of that stuff, I'm like the marketing class. I I'm had. Like, they're not. They're terrible. A problems of democracy class in high school where they went through how to balance your checkbook. And that was as much as I got. That's 
pretty much what they give you. And, you know, um, for me, uh, there's a whole story behind that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I ultimately ended up with um, with three business degrees, you know, an, an associates, a bachelor's and then a master's, one of them in arts and two of them in sciences. And yeah, they didn't, you know, I've never learned any of that. You've no. never learned any of that. This all came from my imagination and people saying I couldn't or you're, they're going to give me something. You're telling me I can't do this? <laughs> right. It's oh, a challenge. No. That's a challenge. Yeah. Well, I don't I, think so. so. It's a little bit about my personality. You know, it's a little <laughs> just, bit, just a little. Just a little bit. But um, ultimately, uh, I developed a, a mindset that I thought could help others, other people. And it's it's the mindset of self-sufficiency yes. instead of dependency. I think, uh, you know, a great part of our, our whole community is um, impacted by this, this entitlement mindset. Yes. And really, there are some very systematic things that we can do that just just completely turns dependency on top of its head. So uh, I, I teach that. I teach that and, you know, I teach mindset principles and all those books and things that you see yes. on yes. my wall. <laughs> it's and, all about it. And soon we went to the office, I saw that, like, oh, I'm going to like this place. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because my goal really is to improve our community. I'm a community-based real estate broker. Um, it's a little bit different because we, we all have to be profitable, right? Right. But what I want to do is I want to improve the community. And I think sometimes you can have a win-win Yes. when you are willing to invest your heart and your soul and put it out there you know, and add value to the lives of the people you come in contact with. And that's just really what I'm about. I'm about that with the real estate agents. I don't think that there's any dream that's too big that you cannot achieve. I want us to have our biggest and most greatest lives while we're standing here on earth. And I think, you know, you only got this small window. Right. So don't waste it, you know, add value to the lives of the people that come in contact with you. That is, that's just my vision and my mission. So I try to work. Um, in that mindset of if I can't add value, I don't even want to do business with you. Period. I want to add value. Period. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and that was the most unique thing I noticed when we yeah. first went to the office because oh, there's, there's good offices everywhere, but yours was really stood out that how you wanted to improve prove everybody prove everybody's and, and, life and, and yeah. to have them think differently that they could do this on their own and that they yes. could make a better life for themselves and their families and they yes. didn't have to be held back by beliefs that they could change that right that's what i thought was cool well there's a solution there's a solution to every problem and yes. there's a there's a response instead of a reaction that can be had if you understand mindset and you understand um, that it's really not what happens to you. I think the thing that I've come to realize in my, you know, 50s is that the, you know, we're always going to have, it never stops. We're always going to have trouble. We're right. always going to have economic ups and economic downs. We're always going to have personal situations that occur. We're always going to see people who get sick, people who die. We're going to see people coming and going and things happening all the time. So we cannot avoid that. But what we can do is we can learn how to respond Yes. So that we get the best outcome and take something from it and learn and move forward. And that's just really what it's about for me. I yep. just, you know. Life happens and I, all day how long you deal with it is, is what you teach. All the difference. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Because yeah. it's your, your head, how you filter. It's like wearing sunglasses. You're, you filter everything that comes to you and you reframe it either as something bad or something good. Right. You, right. It's your interpretation of everything. 
Right. So it's about personal development. You know, when, when my agents, when agents come to me, I focus heavily on personal development. When a client comes to me, it is client centric, but I focus on personal development, taking personal responsibility and, um, you know, really understanding that most of what you do, most of what happens to you is based on what, how you respond and what you do. It's not mostly circumstantial. Anybody, if they're willing, can change their life in a a myriad of ways. There's just no, no question about it. We've seen a number of examples and just, you know, I just need people to really believe in that, believe in that mindset that if, if you want to live in Bexley or you want to, you know, build the greatest whatever, or you want to achieve a certain goal, if you want to go to the Olympics, if you want to, whatever it is you're trying to do, if you want to write a book, if you, you know, the quality of life is mostly based on your response yes, and uh, ability to envision what you'd like to see. Yep. Good. So, well, thank you very much. How, how do people get a hold of you and, and your agency? I'm easy. I'm easy to get a hold of. They can Google me and they'll find me all over the place. Um, or you can just call me or text me. It's probably better to text uh, at 614-778-8503. I am Teresa Barron. So you can find me on Google a million gazillion times. And your uh, real estate agency is take a look real estate brokers and it's uh it's a you know fully comprehensive real estate brokerage so we we do everything just about just about everything um and as well we also serve people uh in terms of getting their tax services done oh perfect and life insurance because i really believe that uh, uh real estate owning a solid asset um controlling your taxation and understanding how to do that legally you know right uh, and, <laughs> um, and having, you know, really I mean, right. legally, I'm not trying to get people, you know, in trouble, get people in trouble, but, um, and then having a plan to transfer your wealth is critical because a lot of times we lose things in probate court right. or by not having the assets, uh, taken uh, care of exactly having a plan, um, an exit strategy, if you will. Uh, so that you transfer and people are not having to start over your descendants and, and right. folks. Yes, yeah, so you, you have so much more knowledge than just selling the ha- a house right. and dealing with the house. You, you can help people, you know. It's so much more inclusive. It's, it, it's a life changing and impacting because you literally take somebody from the moment they walk through until retirement and you can help them with all of that. Definitely. I, it's just, it's comprehensive. It's yeah. comprehensive. And I don't, I don't really, focus on those other two pieces. They just become a natural piece. Part of it. Uh huh. It starts with usually my ecosystem is real estate and then it evolves from there. Some people do come into the ecosystem through uh, t- as a tax client and it evolves through there. And then, you know, the, the point is, it's just add value. Right. With the disciplines that I've been, um, you know, professionally trained in. Yeah. Well, so, the self, cool. self-improvement, that's, probably the biggest value anybody can like investment in yourself yes is the yes. best thing anybody can yes. do yes so and teaching our kids you know yes very we, much so we need this generation to know yeah we homeschool yes. our, our girls yeah that's awesome so that's we, awesome yeah education is very important for us so well thank you very much Nice we should you have too. you come in again. Hey, I'd and love we can, to. We can focus on some other stuff. Yes. You know, I've never, <laughs> never had a shortage. There's so many stories out there, guys. I mean, oh, I can I just know. throw them out there. But um, yeah, they're all true. And that's the good news, you know. 
they're all true and it's all they, able to happen they make an impact is the goal yes, yes. So. well thank you very much all right nice talking thank to you. you all right bye-bye you've been listening to the standing out in ohio podcast be sure to subscribe on spotify or google podcast to get new fresh episodes for more please follow us on instagram twitter and facebook or visit the website of the best ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com that's j-i-m-t-r-o-t-h and click on podcast until next time Learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.